0: What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Wednesday hump day, another hump day. Episode 122, October 13th, 2021. Welcome to the study session. I am your host here, Jeremy Ritz. So grateful that you're joining me here today on this lovely Wednesday. Want to express my gratitude to you, my appreciation for being a supporter of the still Study for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the still study podcast. It does mean the world to me. So my gratitude to you and thank you. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at the at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter and hit me up with a, either a DM or just a, a tweet. You can follow me at still study. Would love to connect with you. And every Saturday now I am doing my Saturday Steelers mailbag where I get your questions on the show, get a chance to respond to what you're curious about. So please keep those questions coming. I appreciate you sending those my way. And I also want to take a moment just to give a plug for the other podcast that I do with Jim Wexel from the Still City Insider through 24-7 Sports That's run through CBS Every week on Tuesday mornings Jim and I record at 5 a.m. We post it at 6 We take a look at What occurred in the Steelers game on Sunday Break it down with our analysis And if you haven't read any of Jim's work Or listened to him on the podcast Please do yourself a favor He is super insightful He's been covering the team since 1995 And it's just It's a pleasure And an honor that I get to work with him on this project. So check that out. And studyings, let's go. Let's get into it. Episode 122. The Pittsburgh Steelers head into Sunday night's contest as five-point favorites against the Seattle Seahawks. And as you all know by now, the Seahawks will be without phenom quarterback Russell Wilson. Which really creates an opportunity for the Steelers. This is a very winnable game. And as I said yesterday on the session, if the Steelers want to make the postseason, this is a must-win game. They've got to have this one. They can't have a letdown here to a an average quarterback who really hasn't played much. They've got to get this one. Five-point favorites. Some roster moves that have been made. The Steelers have signed wide receiver Anthony Miller. He was a second round draft pick of the Chicago Bears a few years ago and they also signed defensive lineman Isaiah Mack who was undrafted signed with Tennessee they will both start out on the Steelers practice squad and if they are to come onto to the active roster it won't be until later in the season there were two players signed off of the Steelers practice squad Mark Gilbert cornerback Out of Duke, a player that I was a fan of this offseason through training camp and through preseason. He was signed by the Detroit Lions, and Rashad Coward, guard, was signed by the Jaguars off the practice squad. So just making you aware of those moves. Really not super impactful but it does alter the practice squad moving forward. In terms of injuries this week, Mike Tomlin had his press conference on Tuesday. He hit on a number of topics, talked about Juju's injury, how he was saddened by what's transpired around John Gruden and his inappropriate comments. But he talked about the injury report and said that Cameron Sutton, James Washington, and Carlos Davis are all going to practice this week and they have a good shot to play. But it more than likely looks like Devin Bush will be out on Sunday. That means that Robert Blaine will get the call. And that's really unfortunate because Bush played a nice game this past Sunday. And Bush has a groin. The groin issues continue for this team. And hopefully he's out for a shorter period of time, not a long period of time, because the Steelers need him. And they need some continuity, really, with all their starters on the field. They've really had some bad luck defensively in terms of injuries. Need to get him healthy and back. That bye week is probably coming at an opportune time for this team to rest and reconfigure, get a win against Seattle, and then come back. Against the Browns on Halloween, man That's a tough contest right there off of the bye And really Start the second part of the season off Strongly and with some continuity A couple other things here Jerome Bettis was talking about Najee Harris And had some high praise For the rookie runner saying that Najee Harris has the potential To be better than he ever was Because of his versatility and his skill set That's some very high praise from the gold jacket wearer, the Hall of Famer, the bust Jerome Bettis. And right now, statistically, if you take a look at what Najee has done, his rushing total isn't great, but we know the troubles that this rushing attack has had early on. He has 78 carries for 307 yards at this point. That's an average of 3.9 yards per carry. And if he'd continue at this pace through a 17 game season, assuming he doesn't miss a contest, he'd end up with 1,043 yards. My guess is he's going to have some big gains. He really has only begun to scratch the surface. We saw a little bit of what he's capable of this past weekend. So I think he goes beyond that 1,043. I think I projected this preseason that he'd be around 1,300 yards. So we'll have to monitor and see how that plays out. Now, when you look at Seattle's defense, this should be, I mean, really, this is a good matchup for any offense that's struggling. And for an offense in the Steelers that really took a step last week, This might be a prime opportunity for them to build some confidence. Just listen to these numbers. So Seattle is ranked dead last, 32nd in the league in total defense. That's yards given up per game. Dead last. There's no one worse. I mean, they're bad. Statistically, I mean, that's just fact. In terms of passing defense... They give up an average of 305.6 yards per game. That is good for 30th overall. Not very good. And in terms of their rushing defense, they rank 31st, giving up an average of 145.2 yards per game. So, if we're keeping this simple and we're logically interpreting these statistics and I know it doesn't always work out that way, but if the table has ever been set for a big performance by the Steelers where they have an opportunity to hit on all cylinders, to really build some confidence and regain some swagger, I think this is the game because even on the other side of the football, they're catching a break because Russell Wilson is not going to be playing. They get Geno Smith, and let's be honest. Geno Smith, and I don't mean this negatively about him, but he's he's an average quarterback. So the table is set. If the Steelers can come in, play their game, this could be one of those games that you get to enjoy. You're not on the edge of your seat you're getting to see some playmakers make plays, you're getting to see some of the depth, get some experience. That's what this game should be. If only it were that easy, right? Typically, these are the types of games where we get the the stinker, the clunker, but it, it shouldn't go that route. This should be a confidence booster, builder, uplifter for the squad. And that 145.2 yards rushing given up per game This could be an opportunity for Najee Harris to go Off I keep having these visions of Harris having a 200 yarder 200 yard game This season Sunday night sounds like a fine time for me for that to happen What about you? What do you think? sounds mighty fine to me. And just think of this. They go out. They smack Seattle, get a big win, build confidence, go into the bye, get healthy. They're still going to be doubted because the argument's going to be, well, they haven't beat. They haven't beat anybody in their last two contests. They beat the Broncos. They beat Seattle. But we know back in that first game of the season, they beat a high-caliber quality team in the Buffalo Bills. The talent is on this team. If they get this win against Seattle, I guarantee you Cleveland's going to be a little bit nervous. And oh yeah, do you remember that playoff game? That wild card embarrassment, that debacle. That's that hasn't been forgotten anytime soon. Again, not trying to get ahead of myself. I'm just saying what this win in Seattle could set up and what position it could put them in. It's pretty significant because then after that contest you have the Bears, you have the Lions. This is a critical game for the Sealers. To build some momentum, move forward in a positive way, and to get back in the mix for a wild card berth. Let's not—we're not even talking division championship. Let's just let's get competitive, have them get competitive, and go after a playoff spot. Not too often are you going to go against a team at home, Sunday night, prime time. Who has a backup journeyman quarterback who hasn't started a game in a significantly long time. And oh, yeah, on the other side of the football, it's the 32nd ranked defense. Time to eat. Time to eat. And studying, 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 studying. That is it for episode number one, two, two. 122 nazi's gonna have more yards than that episode 122 here on october 13th, 2021 want to thank you so much for listening to the still study study session here with your host jeremy Ritz. that's me thank you so much for reading my work being a supporter of the still study sharing with your family and friends it means the world to me i would love to hear from you please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to get your comment, question, or feedback on the show. And if you haven't checked out my other podcast, you can check it out at the Still City Insider podcast that I do with Jim Wexel. Again, Jim knows this stuff has been covering the team since 1995. Please check that out. New episode every week, every Tuesday morning. And studying, let me leave you with this. This lovely, lovely Wednesday. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everybody. Make it a great Wednesday. Let's rock it. Move on to Thursday, Friday. Out. Peace.